Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Senior writer at TigerBait.com, Brian Lazar joins us now. Brian, uh, T-Bob was talking about and went into an extensive breakdown of the offensive line. And uh, your take on on the shuffling, and uh, you think – this may be like the final tweaking, so to speak. It's still somewhat a work in progress, or are they pretty close to finding the, the right mix of starting five that they want? Well, I think what they're putting out there tonight is because of the injuries. Will Clapp, from what I understand, he's going to be back and playing next week against uh, Ole Miss. And I don't know when Toby Weathersby gets back. I think there's a slight chance he could be back next week, but maybe he'll back, be back for the Alabama game. So when Clapp gets back in the lineup next week, you're going to have, you know, changes again. Uh, now, how they will line up next week, I don't know. But uh, I, I think one thing that's interesting tonight, you know, Maite Hume is going back to left guard, which is the place that he played all of last year. And speaking with him earlier this week, uh, he's definitely more comfortable going back to that position. And, and he said, it's, you know, it's been tough shifting around, and he also admitted that he's not 100% healthy still with the ankle, and he doesn't think the ankle is going to be 100% until, uh, until after the season when he can completely rest it. So at least he's going back to the position that he played most of last year. Uh, the fact that, you know, Andy Dodd's going to center and Ethan Posick is going to right tackle, I think that's a, that's a move that you can attribute to the fact that Les Miles is not the head coach. Because I know Les definitely wanted to keep Postic at center. He he was pretty adamant about that. He didn't want to move him to tackle. And the fact that you know here we are in the second game under Ed Ogeron, and we're going to see Postic at right tackle and Andy Dodd at center. Uh, you know, I think that gives you an indication that's a change that Grimes, Jeff Grimes, has been wanting to do all along. Now, well, that that's kind of interesting, Brian, because that kind of sounds like this could be a, a bit more of a permanent move for Ethan Posick. Is that how you're seeing it? Well, I think it depends upon how Dodd plays tonight because, all right, Clapp comes back next week and and he's ready to go. So Clapp's going to be at a guard spot. So does that mean you're going to bench uh, Maya Tehuma and keep Dodd at center? Yeah. Or are you going to – do you want to keep Te, Tehuma in the lineup somewhere? Well, does that mean he goes back to right tackle? and uh, Posey goes back to center. I think a lot depends upon how uh, Andy Dodd plays tonight uh, because you know Clapp can play next week. You know he's going to be in the lineup. There's no doubt about that. So it just is a matter of who comes out next week when Clapp comes in. Brian, uh, your take on, on uh, what, you, what you saw from the staff 
overall against Missouri, and uh, what what are you expecting to see tonight? It's you know it, it's a week removed from uh, you know a week removed from when you saw a game you didn't have a game. Coach O said they had some spirited practices, uh, you know, leading into the uh, last Saturday when they didn't have a game. All accounts good practices this week. But, you know, what can you see tonight? Are we looking at maybe one or two more wrinkles or some things or trying to maybe get in a few more players and building some more depth along the defensive line? What, what do you like to see or what do you expect maybe to see some more differently or not not as the same as you saw uh, from the staff in, in the first game against Missouri? Well, look, the, the biggest thing I think you saw in the Missouri game is LSU came out with four wide receivers a four-wide set where you have four wide receivers. LSU has done that in the past where they've had four a four-wide receiver set, but you've seen a tight end and you've seen a running back. This mm-hmm. time they had four wide receivers out there, and they came out and threw passes on the first four plays. Now, they punted after getting one first down. Then when LSU was out there for the second series, they were back. They had two tight ends and two wide receivers and ran the ball a lot, and it took them six plays to score, and that's when guys broke the 42-yard run. So, you know, talking to people, I know Jesse Palmer did the game for the SEC Network, says he really didn't see a whole lot of different plays. Uh, you know, I think the energy level was different. And, and it was interesting. John David Moore said something this week. He said, you know, the practice schedule the first week was different. Okay, we're not going to practice as much. We're doing more time in the film room. Uh, more individual work, not as much teamwork. And there were, while the players were appreciative of that, they said in the back of the minds was, well, is this going to work? And the fact that they yeah. won and won convincingly, John David Moore said, look, everybody feels pretty good because this new uh, style from Ed Ogeron in practice worked for the first week. So uh, now we just have to, uh, you know, that means the players feel more comfortable. And uh, so I think that's the biggest thing from, from week one to what will happen tonight. Yeah, it sounds like they've uh, bought in. We're talking to Brian Lazar at BL Door on Twitter, senior writer for TigerBait.com. And, uh, Brian, I, that, that is the question on everybody's mind. You, you have this record-breaking uh, performance in the first game of the Steve Ensminger Coach O era, if that's what you want to call it. And the expectations have, I mean, they've gone through the roof. Fans are talking about running the table now. They're talking about getting a two-loss team, getting the playoffs. I mean, it's kind of wild the places that uh, people are going. And that's why tonight's game, in my mind, is so important because it will uh, it will determine whether or not that momentum continues. So I guess what, what are you expecting out of the offense against a lesser opponent? Very large spread. Are you expecting a performance more akin to the Missouri one or something more along the lines of what you saw for the majority of this season? Well, look, Southern Miss is comparable to Missouri in that both, both of them have mediocre defenses. In fact, Southern Miss' defense, I don't know if it is as good as Missouri's defense. Now, they're both offensive teams. Uh, they both throw the ball well. Southern Miss has a better running back than Missouri does, so I think USM has a more balanced attack. But I, I you know, I think they're really worse on defense than Missouri. So I, I really think that LSU will be able to move the ball at will and score at will tonight. You know, as long as they don't make mistakes, don't turn the turn the ball over. Now, next week, beginning with Ole Miss, now it's a different animal for those last five games: Ole Miss, Alabama. Arkansas, Florida, Texas A&M. Like that's 
that's a big jump up for Missouri and, and USM. Brian Lazar, senior writer at TigerBait.com at BLDOR at B-L-D-O-R-E on Twitter. Brian, LSU a big favor tonight. Give us your prediction. Uh, I think LSU has no trouble. I don't know if they're going to beat the spread. Uh, I'm calling it LSU 39-14 over the Eagles. All right, senior writer at TigerBait.com, Brian Lazar. Brian, as always, thank you so much for the time. Okay, thank you. Talk to you guys later. All right, we'll come back with our game preview with Mark Menard plus T-Bob Abey and his keys, his breakdown, and his prediction yeah. on the Tigers. Yeah. That's next here on LSU. Count you down to WWL's coverage of the Tigers and the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss tonight at 638 kickoff here on Tiger Radio, WWL. Now it's time for our game breakdown with former Tiger T-Bob Abey. T-Bob, first up, the LSU offense against the Southern Miss defense. Yeah, and look, man, it's it's pretty basic this week. Uh, well, one of the key uh, points that Coach O was trying to drive home when he first took the job at LSU, one of the lines that he really wanted to emphasize is that no matter what week it is, the game is not about the other team. It's always about this LSU team and the LSU Tigers. And I think that rings especially true this week. Look, no disrespect to Southern Miss, but they are not on LSU's level. The Tigers will win this game. The question becomes, and vastly more important question, how do they win this game? Does the offense continue to build off of what they did against Mizzou? Uh, and, and look, I, I, I'm not thinking that this offense is going to statistically uh, match those numbers. It was a record. It was a record that they set, right? Literally record-breaking. You cannot keep mm-hmm. that pace up. What I'm more looking for, instead of trying to match the stats, can the offense match the feel of how it ran against Mizzou? It was methodical. It was efficient. It was crisp. It wasn't painful to watch. Like All of these things are are, are descriptions of the LSU offense that we haven't had for years. So can you be methodical? Can you be efficient? Can you be crisp once again? Can you build off the momentum that you established against Mizzou? Can you build off the goodwill that you established against Mizzou amongst the fan base? Because if you do come out here and you struggle, if it doesn't go according to plan, then you're going to deal with a little bit of loss and momentum, a little bit of evaporation of goodwill. But either way, this game's about the Tigers. So offensively, that's the number one question. How will this offense feel, like early season LSU or like later season LSU? All right, T-Bob, now uh, before we get to your defense, uh, special teams, LSU special teams this week, uh, obviously going to be huge moving down the last five games of the season. LSU special teams just got to keep showing improvement. Um, Cameron Gamble's got to not kick the ball out of bounds on kickoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like they finally let him kick into the back of the end zone and went for touchbacks at points last week, which um, I, I, I don't know, perhaps that's what Gamble is uh, more comfortable with, but the LSU special teams remains a bit in flux. They've had some really good plays. They get the Trey White punt return. Uh, They've had a couple other good returns, and then they've obviously had some poor plays as well, and really that inconsistency is what has defined LSU special teams this season. So they need to be more consistent in every phase. And one of the changes that Coach O made when he took the job was moving Bradley Dale Pivato's responsibilities around no longer any position coaching duties. He is solely now the special teams coordinator. And I wonder if that change in focus and that redirection of energy if that results in more consistent teams across the board. The sample size is too small at this point, but it's certainly something to keep an eye on tonight. 
All right, T-Bob, and finally, the Tiger defense gets back on the field after an impressive outing against Missouri. Look, for the Tiger defense, man, just keep building on what you've been doing. You've been improving every single game. Like you said, Deke, this defensive line gets deeper and stronger. Now, they were dealt a bit of a blow. They lost a senior leader this year, this week. Ricky Jefferson, guy who's done everything the right way throughout his career, mm-hmm. um, a, a starter. It started five games this year, started 15 games. Overall, he breaks his fibula. He is now out for the rest of the season, most likely. That's not an easy blow to take, not just because of the talent that you lost. I mean, in that regard, I, I don't think John Battle, who's his backup, I don't think he's too much of a step back. You still have Dwayne Thomas as well, mm-hmm. who's really your nickel guy who can help mitigate the fallout but but it's more about losing a team team leader and kind of the morale blow that you potentially go through so that's what you want to watch for this defense how do they respond to that how's this secondary and i expect them to be just fine overall i'm feeling like this is going to be a dominant night for lsu and that's it t bob your prediction lsu and southern miss what's the score uh look man i think what's the spread up to now deke it's uh, at 24 and a half I actually have LSU covering this, whether it's like Mm -hmm. 45-10, 35-10, somewhere along those lines. I think that LSU builds off the momentum they established against Missouri, and I think they ride this thing into Ole Miss and into November. This is, like we said, this is the final game before the roller coaster starts in earnest, where the challenge really begins. So it's critical for them tonight to go out there, put on a crisp, efficient performance and gain confidence not 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 i mean forget what the fans want to say right it's great for everybody to be reinvigorated support this team the players themselves need that confidence all right thanks so much to dave potter and my main man todd i'm deke bellabia he's t-bob a lsu and southern miss next t-bob take it to the house all right deke take it easy my friend eagles versus tigers it's a hell of a matchup go tigers lsu is going to win big okay Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.